This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. All right, let's get into the episode. And welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast, where we cover One Piece, My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Mashal, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen, week to week. Back this week to discuss Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 23. I'm your host, Knox. And I'm Nickums. And before we get into the conversation tonight, of course, we'd like you to take a look at the description down below. That's going to be where you can follow us on all of our individual social media accounts like Twitter. Join our online communities like Discord. Listen to Project Manga Podcasts wherever you normally listen to your podcasts. And there's also ways that you can support what we do here by visiting our online store or our Patreon. There's also going to be timestamps in the description that you can use to navigate yourself throughout the video and skip the segments for uh, the manga that you're not yet current in or that you just don't want to watch right now. But yeah, getting into the discussion tonight, Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 23. No Jujutsu Kaisen this week. Rip. Rip. But um... But yeah, Dr. Stone and Mashal and the rest are, are all incredible chapters that mm-hmm. can't wait to get talking about tonight. Let's start with yes. Dr. Stone, mm-hmm. chapter 195, Treasure Hunter All Alone. Ooh. How do we feel about D. Stoney this week? Fantastic chapter. Like, I, I, I just chapter, love, man. I love Suika and I love seeing her in this situation, you know what I mean? It, like, it, just phenomenal chapter for me. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a great continuing to spotlight on Suika and her mm-hmm. life after Awakening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, despite all the cute shit, you know, that happens in this chapter and just like all of the emotions that it's clearly trying to uh, to mm-hmm. invoke, there's like a very like ominous like feeling in the background, like mm-hmm. these people like not being there and like her communicating, you know, mm-hmm. through them with like her own, like, you know, voices right. that she's giving them or whatever. This shit is really sad, dude. Oh yeah, you know oh I mean? yeah. It's like super sad. And like I, I, you want to root for, her and obviously there's light at the end of the tunnel here, and it's a, it's an overall right. like wholesome chapter. There's like a such a dark, mm-hmm. there's such a dark, um, you know, like kind of like tone lingering in the background. Like she's yeah. talking to dead people essentially. <laughs> yeah, you know basically. I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like ah oh, shit. Dude, mm-hmm. Just trying to hold it together. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot for you know a little girl. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, she's looking for revival fluid, and I love that you know she uh, quickly. Uh, settles on this plan of like, well, I'm just gonna find everyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of two birds, one stone. Yeah. Find everyone so that um, keep all the statues in one spot. So if any of them break, all the all the pieces are around in that mm-hmm. same area. So that's that's good, just to make sure no one gets like permanently broken. Right. And then also, you know, there's a chance that someone might have revival fluid, right? Right. And it's interesting, like to jump ahead a little bit. Um, I was like so confident uh, last last uh, chapter or whatever that um, that Luna and Chelsea had more revival fluid right because they had like a bag and i swear what like what like in the bag it looked like there was bottles like more than yeah, one multiple bottle. bottles but yeah. it must have just been like water or something or oh. you know bottles of other stuff because yeah suika basically you know came to the conclusion like there's one bottle at the bottom of the cliff that's how she found 
uh, Luna and Chelsea in the first place. Right. And then she looked through the bag and is like, yep, nothing in here. Like, just a map, maybe some other random stuff. I'm like, really? Dang. Yeah, like, I, I did not expect that. Because I definitely yeah. did remember that they had a gang of, of bottles on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must have just been water, I guess. That's so sad, dude. That was so heartbreaking yeah. when I got there because I was yeah. like, all right, found it. Because I think we were talking about it, too, in an earlier review mm-hmm. about how, like, mm-hmm. you know, they were throwing, like, one kind of, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, or, they or, threw one, yeah. They threw one, and then, they, and then they had the rest of them in the bag. And I was talking about how the possibility of one of those falling out and falling off of the cliff and falling onto one of Stanley's, like, people, right. remember? Like, we right. t- I think we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I definitely yeah, have I a, was, a memory yeah. of her having more in the bag for sure. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. I, but we never. It was never like um, yeah. explicit, like mm-hmm. what was in the bag, right? You could just right. see like maybe there's a couple more bottles, maybe there's some you know paper. Or there's a there's a map in there, obviously, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty awesome. Um, speaking of that map, um, you know it shows the location of some fruit, which is awesome. But there's other stuff on that map too. So I'm wondering um, if basically everything Suica needs is in these bags, right? Like right. in um, in Chelsea's bag as this map, hopefully is going to give her some good intel as how to find the ingredients for the revival fluid. Yep. And um, hilarious that she's like, oh, damn, like I, I broke someone's arm. Like, I wonder if like Senku has some glue on him, right? And it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he does have glue. And yes. it's like, why Like why would he have glue on him? I, I feel like Senku in his bag probably has everything she needs. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Has the ingredients for the revival fluid, has glue. Like, of course, the perfect thing to have would be glue, right? And so, yes. like, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what else is in, is in there. Yep, that Felix the cat bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Mm-hmm. This panel of Suika eating these fish, bro. Yeah. I just want to talk about, like, some of, like, the super cute panels in this chapter. Because, I mean, like, yeah. so, it's literally just chock full of them. And mm-hmm. one that really gets me, that really got me when I turned the page on page uh the bottom of page four when she's mm. picking up kohaku's body and she's oh. just like warmly like holding yeah. it like yeah like a hug a, yeah like a hug yeah dude, yeah you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like oh dude yes this imagery yep. is like perfect for a chapter mm-hmm. like this you know what i mean right. you need moments like those that really right. tell you more than words can you know what i mean mm-hmm. or like in the in the same uh you know two page uh series or whatever on the middle middle uh, right column of page five She's, you know, dragging Kohaku and imagining, like, damn, I wish I had, like, a super advanced motorcycle. And she's imagining a motorcycle way more advanced than she's ever seen, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yes, she knows what a motorcycle is, but this motorcycle has, like, a doc- Dr. Octopus, like, tentacle arm, like, holding <laughs> Kohaku, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, wouldn't that be sick, you know? It's the perfect vehicle that I'm imagining right now Yeah, yeah, what I need, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, and then she finds this this tire or these tires... Yeah. And then, like, later on in the chapter, she's, like, bouncing on it to, like, get around. <laughs> like, that's right. just such perfectly cute Suica transportation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, like, perfect for her. Has she done that before in the, I, for, for any reason? I I mean, it, it seems very yeah. natural for her, right? Yeah. Like, to do something so cute or whatever. But I, yeah. I don't really remember if she's done this exact thing. But yeah. not only is she bouncing around this tire, it's full of fish. Right. So, she, so she's, like, using the tire as, like... Probably it could be a life raft. Probably mm-hmm. it could be obviously transportation here and mm-hmm. like a backpack. You know what I mean? Full of full of smoked fish or whatever. So yes, pretty clever, pretty clever little girl for Look sure. Can sweet a go. Oh my yes. gosh, my daughter. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh. and Boichi keeps giving her these like zoom in, you know, like uh, headshot panels mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. The, throughout this little little arc of hers. Right. And like on on page thirteen, 
mm-hmm. right panel on page 13. It's like, God, I want yeah. that to be the thumbnail so bad. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Boichi's art just looks so good on our thumbnails, like, every time. Because he, <laughs> he gives so many of those, like, you know, like, vertical, dedicated, mm-hmm. like, vertical, like, whole page panels to people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, man. I was so, okay, so, like, with this paper, when she pulled, I was totally duped by this chapter, because she pulls the paper out, (laughs) right, and she Mm -hmm. looks at it, she's like, ah, just some old paper, and I was like, we don't need that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and then it ends up being the revival fluid, and it's like, well, fuck, dude, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely was not duped. I was like, okay, that's you know, <laughs> Senku does just doesn't have just paper in his bag. Yeah, or whatever. just paper. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad that she like very quickly put it together, right? Mm-hmm. Like not like a multiple chapter mystery. This is not a mystery, right? It's just right. like oh, like put two and two together. Yeah, maybe I should look closer at that paper. Yeah. I was surprised. I mean, maybe it's because she's from the quote unquote Stone Age. You know what I mean? So she's mm-hmm. not from the the distant past. Mm-hmm. But my first instinct upon removing paper from a bag would be what is on the paper oh, right and sure, she's yeah, like, like she's looking all up. squinty-eyed not even using your glasses just like what is this paper like what do i need paper for <laughs> yeah it's like you're getting it out of senku's bag it's like i'm so mad that i like yeah. fell for that in the chapter like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah man. man that's perfect that's literally have we ever seen like the ingredients or like the, the process for the revival fluid like on paper because i know that I like think- Whenever they're about to invent something, mm-hmm. you see like a giant like papyrus, you know, scroll, you know, right. with the with the you know with the roadmap on it or whatever. But yeah. I thought that was like like metaphor. I didn't know they were actually. It right. makes sense, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't think I had ever actually like remembered like or thought that it, they were right. actually writing shit on paper. But beyond just like a diagram, like a yeah. narrative diagram yeah. in a manga, right? Exactly. Like and, and you know Senku pointing off into space, like we're gonna do this, and yeah. you know, all the characters are like, what are you pointing at? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can imagine a gag like that. Yeah, it's the thought um, bubble of like yeah. you know the the perfectly built thing. Yeah, but right. it, it makes it makes perfect sense because it's like sure Senku knows everything and he tells everyone what to do, but you still gotta mm-hmm. give blueprints to kaseki or you know whatever yeah. you still got to give something for them to look at while they're right. working so yeah. mm-hmm. especially in this situation right where he knew there was a chance that everything was going to go really poorly right and that who knows who would be alive at the end of it right mm-hmm. you'd assume suika francois luna chelsea one of those four right um being in these you know groups that are supposed to revive people and i i think obviously he would um you know plan ahead and and, and put that instructions in his bag he wouldn't normally do that i think because of the possibility of say zeno or stanley to steal it from yeah, him yeah. you know what i mean oh so you think so, he like re- you think he drew that up like real quick like at the very like climax of the shit just like sketch not at the up. very not at the very very climax okay. but like maybe as they're like preparing as they're for preparing war you know what i mean for the raid yeah oh yeah. sure sure yeah, yeah that's got it right be. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah well but this... damn I, I just i just love these scenes where like say, um, you know, we were talking about this, her talking to the statues, but like on say on page seven, you know, um, just like haha, you know, Ryu Ryu Sui or whatever, like yeah. well done, Suika, you know, and like oh, you must be tired, like take a break, you know what yes. I mean? It's like ah, oh, like yeah, ugh. it was so sad because in the first scene where um, where uh, Ginro, mm-hmm. Francois, mm-hmm. Matsukaze. I think that's, yeah, Matsutake, Matsukaze, something, something like, like that. that. Something Kaze. But those three, when they have dialogue bubbles, mm-hmm. I thought, like, I don't know what I thought at first. I thought that they were, 
just so happened to be thinking the conversation, but obviously oh. not talking to each other. Oh, sure, yeah, sure. I thought like that was actually Matsukaze like saying that like while he's in his stone form like to sure, himself, sure. and then mm-hmm. coincidentally Francois and Ginro, just because of how close they are, are having this conversation mm-hmm. personally, internally without actually talking to each other. Sure, and sure. And then when I realized that it's just like Suika giving them voices, I was like, no, dude, it's so crazy how this chapter has like such a strong wholesome tone and -hmm. such a strong like dark like destitute tone like at the same like Mm -hmm. coexisting like at the same time like yes like it's not like a it's not like a happy one moment dark one moment it's like all coexist like all of the emotions are coexisting simultaneously and it's like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's i don't know like i don't know what that what 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 it what what it is more you know like is that the writing the the the, the art i mean obviously it's a combination of both but it's like this just feels perfect, like of a, right. of, a, of a chapter for Suika and Doctor Stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like this is. I think I feel like this is Doctor Stone showing like just about everything it has to offer as an IP. Like this oh, is definitely. like everything we've like like everything that we've come to love about Doctor Stone. I feel like is in this chapter, including the like the teamwork aspect of everything because yeah. Suika is like communicating with everyone in her own way, and it's like right. It's a very different kind of like chapter than like I would ever have expected to be reviewing on a show like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even with yeah. Dr. Stone's premise like in mind. Right. It's like I never thought we'd get like a castaway last person on earth like type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Again, you know what I mean? Like again. The, the beginning, you'd expect the beginning, the yes. very beginning. Like, yes, yes you expect that. But yeah. to have it happen again, right. uh, definitely. And just, hmm, damn. Like I, I just feel like this, these last like, five ten chapters mm-hmm. especially the last five you know i i just feel like it's been the best it's ever been you know what yeah I mean? for real like this is definitely my favorite Such powerful arc. writing powerful right. writing absolutely like beyond beyond like that initial you know mm-hmm. world building arc showing you what the story of dr stone is like mm-hmm. be, like past that point i feel like i haven't been this invested in in dr stone since then you know what i mean right. this is like peak dr stone for me right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. loving every moment of it Yes. Did you have anything else you wanted to say this week for Dr. Stone? Let me see. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we I think we covered on most of it. I mean, pretty a pretty straightforward chapter. Straightforward I mean, very, chapter. you know, narratively, emotionally powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think I think we pretty much covered everything. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Getting into Mashal, Magic and Muscles, Chapter 61, Mash Burn Dead and the Sonic Chase. How do we feel? Straightforward, just hyper action. Love it. Love every minute of it. Yeah. Very, very, very solid. Very standard. You know, shown in chapter for sure. When I first read um, this chapter, I, I, I felt like I like was underwhelmed by the conclusion of like M- Margaret and Mash. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like for considering how you know much macaron had been built up and, and whatnot mm-hmm. that it, it seemed like a pretty quick conclusion for an yeah. outright victory you know what i mean like, i can see I, that i can I see think, that yeah i think a lot of people um you know expected this to go like you know they, they thought it was going to be interrupted a lot of people did i think myself right. included because we know that there's you know drama on the horizon and whatnot mm-hmm. but um but this this fight concluded entirely the point yes. where Macron was like, you got me, it's over. Right. And it was spectacular. The choreography is great. The subversion of expectations is all there. He mm-hmm. overpowered him with an unforeseeable physical feat that, you know, like the same shit we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. But I guess right. I just, I guess I just, um, 
expected more from Macaron specifically. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, la- like last chapter, yeah. Macaron was completely, basically dominating the entire fight, right? Mm-hmm. Just very much had the, had the advantage, mm-hmm. um, partially because of the, the mystery of, you know, Mash doesn't know what, what moves Macaron has, you know what I mean, um, in the back pocket. And so you see that, and it seems much more one-sided at that time. Right. And then you go into this chapter, and boom, going straight to the second spell, straight mm-hmm. to my ultimate attack, right. and, and, and finishing the fight by breaking the wand, right? Right. Where now, Margaret can't do any magic, essentially, because you need a, mo- a wand, right? Right, right. Um, I wonder if that's, like, all set up almost just because Innocent Zero is now here, right? Because right. If, if the fight was interrupted, uh, Margaret would be able to fight against Innocent Zero, and now mm. he can't. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. But that seems like kind of a little unfair to the fight, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with you that, like, this, it definitely felt like a huge, you know, up in tension, up in, you know, action, and then yeah. boom, just, like, just for match to over. essentially, you know, beat Margaret um, in the exact same way that he beats everybody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and that's normally fine, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a, we've mm-hmm. talked about, you know, we've talked about it before how it's, it hasn't really, um, you know, mattered too much before that. You know, it's a very one punch man, you know, kind of formula, you know, inside mm-hmm. of like introducing villain, villain, you know, declares, you know, their power, you know, um, shows it to some degree, you know what I mean? And then runs into mash and gets whooped all, you know, in like a, a same that same stretch of storytelling, you know right. what I mean? From when they're introduced to when they're they're knocked out. And that's like all been fine inside of mash. But then like now in this kind of situation, it's like you Mar- Margaret has come and gone multiple times from the story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, and and has gotten more value, you know, as a character and a fighter or or a or a powerful presence in the story every single time they've been on screen. So, right. they've come in, they've not fought, had some conversations, left, came back, fought, left. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much buildup going into this just for the fight to conclude the same way all of the other fights have. It just mm-hmm. it felt like a missed opportunity to me um at first when i first read it the second time going through just like seeing exactly how thorough the outplay was Mm -hmm. you know i i i genuinely believe that yes mash got the better of you know margaret in this moment through the pinky stuff and yeah the the juke you know the Mm -hmm. the the, the body faint or whatever and like (laughs) that's cool but i don't Mm -hmm. think that that is like the full extent of like margaret's power i think that margaret was still kind of um overconfident in their ability and not really truly acknowledging exactly what mash was capable of i feel like in a, in a if they fought again like mm-hmm. immediately after this it would be a completely different fight still you know what i mean yep. or it could be at least i want to i want to believe that of, of margaret i definitely don't yeah. like the way he was built up to lose like this even though i'm right. totally fine with the outcome it works it's going into more drama with innocent zero busting through right. and and we know that it's going to be high octane again and mash will you know clearly have an issue with them mm-hmm. because it's innocent zero but margaret was just built up so well you know what i mean yeah. and, and if margaret goes down like this then like what can we expect of this innocent zero confrontation now you know what i mean yeah. innocent zero has obviously been the the looming in the background villain the entire yeah. time but like i thought i had expectations for margaret and how different of an approach you know komoto took with their character before right. making them fight mash so Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know and, and definitely like uh the i think the 
stadium aspect of it, mm-hmm. right? The, the fact they're in a ring probably works to mash his favor here, right? Because yeah. um, Margaret can only go so far away mm-hmm. with that speed of sound, exactly. you know, snap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and they uh, comment a, a on distance, that too. Yeah, in the yeah. chapter, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right, and 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 even using like the you know the going freaks, you know, putting up the panel, the 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 floor panel or whatever. Yeah. Love that scene, right? Yes, um, yes. But you can't you can't do that in a forest. Oh, you can't wait do that a minute. in a mountain. Oh shit! He did the stone flip versus the Hisoka character. Oh yes, Yo, yes, that's yes. crazy. We've been talking about Margaret as Hisoka, and then he does the stone flip to win. Yep, yep. So that that's such bro. That's confirmation. <laughs> I mean, That's pretty much like to be at this hard point, right? confirmation that Margaret is based on Hisoka, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. How did I not think about that? Okay. That's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, as, as far as Baccarone goes, I, I think that, Ma- that um, you know, Margaret obviously is going to have more, you know, they're going to do more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there, definitely. Obviously. And they'll probably, mm-hmm. they'll probably you know, want to fight MASH again, you know, in a more, I mean, it doesn't get more fair than a stadium, you know what I mean? But I, but right. I, but just like in a more like, okay, I have a better understanding of who you are now. And yeah, a round two would just feel really good. I feel mm-hmm. like for, for Margaret. And, but like I was saying, in terms Mash. of the stadium though, like yeah. you can't, you can't do this floor tile thing in a forest. You can't do it in a desert. You can't do it um, in a, you know, a mountain range or something. Right. So I, I feel like, the advantage probably was mashes here in terms of the 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 format the setting, the, yeah. the setting right yeah. um even even margaret's attack um this uh death gong pretty wild to to do an attack with a two kilometer radius with yeah. a stadium full of people right yeah that including the judges the judges and 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 the you know all these people yeah. like pretty wild to even do that attack almost yeah. setting himself up to be kind of a more you know don't think of Mash as a bad guy. Think of me as a bad guy, and Mash is stopping me, you know, mm. from knocking all of you out. You know what I mean? I, I mean, that might be a little bit of a stretch because there, there's no there's no internal monologue even right. approaching that. Mm. Um, and why would Margaret even do that in the first place? You know what I mean? Right. Um, considering his main motivation seems to be just I want to fight. I want to fight. You I know what I mean? Fight strong people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I I think everyone probably would have liked another couple chapters of more epic action yeah. between these two just just have innocent zero take a couple more chapters to get here you know what yeah. i mean they don't need to arrive right now but um in all like i i really really liked the chapter um, oh yeah absolutely and maybe yeah. komoto is just setting you know a standard that like it's gonna be this way you know what i mean mm-hmm. look for other mm-hmm. you, like you're 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 you gotta um read mash for other reasons than right. wanting to see him struggle in fights even if they're built up to you know right. for a long time you know what i mean like this is just going to be the kind of manga this is and that right. is not a checkbox you know that um that komoto wants to to have checked you know what i mean right. so and there's at least so, not in chapter 61 at least not in know. chapter 61 right exactly mm-hmm. and, and and what i'm saying is is speculative of the future of the story yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so like i'm basically saying like if you know abel was another example of a character that was built yep. up you know in more than one fight came back and, and do the real fight you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that you know Abel and Margaret are the two examples of characters that can show up and leave and come back before fighting MASH and have more character build up for them. You know what I right. mean? But now we have two examples that these fights go these this way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even if there's narrative build up there for them. So right. I'm I'm basically just saying like I'm not going to get my hopes up 
at this point you know and if and if yeah and if mash wants to surprise me with that yeah then like fuck yeah but i'm Hell going yeah. to be coming to mash and and just expecting more from other areas of it instead of right you know, mash struggling which clearly yeah. doesn't doesn't need to be happening right now at least yeah. in the story yep. so mm -hmm. yeah so what do you think about this um innocent zero appearing right i'm i'm personally super worried that innocent zero is going to portray mash as his ally right like mash i'm here to come pick you up i'm here to rescue you i'm here to um advocate on your behalf my friend yeah. mash yeah. you know what i mean wow. and, and, and convince all these people that like what mash is working with innocent zero like oh, what do you mean shit. um and then who's gonna believe mash you know saying no you know what i mean unless yeah. he fights back which of right. course he, he probably will but right. um what, what do you think uh in terms of innocent yeah. zero arriving i have so many thoughts on innocent zero i think i remember um early in our in our national coverage we when innocent zero was first being brought up in the story we had all mm -hmm. kinds of ideas for it like it was a. Uh, you know a, a group of people that yeah, were a group i thought it was a group a group of people that were magicless you know what i mean mm -hmm. like and that you know because they challenge the status quo when you're someone like mash and you kind of don't need magic and you just work on your physical state you basically overcome you know magic and that's obviously a threat to the current status quo of magic rules everything so right norm naturally if you are the establishment or if you are the you know the um the the, the head of that society you would want to find mm -hmm. everyone that challenged that status quo and make up some reason to have them incarcerated you know what i mean say right. there's some kind of threat to society or whatever get the the society on your side throw them away lock the you know throw them away you know lock them up throw away the key or whatever i i, I totally thought that, that was a thing you know what i mean that we were just going to see a bunch of just buff swole you know magicless evil mashes you know what i mean sure, and i thought sure. that, that would be you know, like the ultimate opponent for MASH is just another physical fighter. And I feel like that has to mm -hmm. come up, you know, eventually at some point. And like, why wouldn't at least the Innocent Zero be the one? It's like, because we've seen so many kinds of magic, bro. And we have yet mm -hmm. to see a magic out of all of these magics that can deal with MASH. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, Wahlberg had that magic that MASH like couldn't really deal with at the time or whatever. But I mean, mm -hmm. make it an actual fight in Mashal, and I bet you MASH finds a way. You know what I sure. mean? But, yep. but when it comes down to just another boxer, right. you know what I mean? Like that's probably the fight. You know what yeah. I mean? That, mm -hmm. that, that, that people are, you know, probably want to see the most that's probably where you're going to see mash have the most trouble is in another you don't have magic to you know break dance and 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 cancel out you know what i mean it's like right. oh, this motherfucker's break dancing too so now what you know what i mean so i would love mm -hmm. to see that um if it was a situation where at least this innocent zero was magicless and everyone else around him had magic and that is why he wanted mash and he wanted to reach out to him and be like yo you're just like me bro blah 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 i could see it being something like that like closer to what you were saying originally mm -hmm. but i don't even know man i feel like i just need at least innocent zero to have no magic and just be swollen sure. shit and strong or sure. something like that i need to see that fight at least once mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i hope i wonder like how long it's going to be until we more understand the meaning behind the name you know what what, we're, what you're kind of trying to get at right in terms of like why is he innocent right. why is he zero right like yes. is he is he the first um person who was arrested because he had no magic right? right so innocent in the sense of who cares if you have no magic you shouldn't it shouldn't be a crime anyway so you're innocent right, right. and then zero like you're the first one or maybe he takes away magic and therefore can cause it like patient zero like causes the state of you know no magic 
Um, but yeah, like I, I just really, I just need to know more. You know what I mean? Yes, for this sure. is such a mysterious character, and I feel like the longer Innocent Zero, like I, the more chapters that come out, and the more we learn about this world and how magic works and the different kind of kinds of magic we see, mm -hmm. the more it kind of builds up. You know, Innocent Zero for when we eventually see what he can do, because it's either going mm -hmm. to be magic unlike anything that we've seen in mashal so far which is crazy because we've seen yeah. all kinds of shit you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's getting to a point now where it's like what what can the magic even be that's crazier like there's a lot of crazier shit that it could be but i mean like apocalypse magic like that's a little bit wild mm -hmm. like how do you even get born with that you know what i mean like you're sure, gonna start asking sure. questions like how is this a magic affinity you know right. what i mean so it's either going to be something wild like that or it's no magic at all what if he has no magic, but he's not strong. For example, they're riding dragons. Mm. What if he has no magic, but can control his... He's like a beast tamer. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, there, yeah. there's other ways to have no magic and, yeah, and be powerful, right? there are other right? ways to have no magic, yeah. I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure Komoto can, can definitely... Will definitely uh, give us something very, very cool, very impressive, very unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. And God, these dragons are drawn so cool every yes. time I see them. Mm hmm yeah what if it is just like dragon magic <laughs> dragon magic <laughs> but what would that even mean like are these yeah. are these dragons well, made of magic do they, are these dragons real i don't know a, a couple chapters ago someone had like wolf magic or beast yeah, magic right. or something right they were that's like right. manifesting wolf wolves and yeah. wolf and, body and, parts or and something rock rocks magic like yeah rock, and, and bird, rocks the bird or whatever Oh, 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 mm -hmm. right, right. ROC rock. Yeah, ROC yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, stones or whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's, pretty, that's pretty normal magic to me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a wolf and birds. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know. But these look a little bit more elaborate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, definitely. Like, yeah. You know, than, than, than that. And sure, maybe they were just interrupted before their spell fully manifested. Back, mm -hmm. You know, the wolf and the, and the bird guy. But nah, this these look like they actually are alive, I want to say. Or like they're actually these these beings yeah. are their own thing yeah you know I, I, mean? I agree and then they crash through the sky yeah like uh like move from undead unluck or something yeah <laughs> yeah that's right god they man they, they are just cracking through space huh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yo so man dude it's like what is this what could this be it's like we can't even use our 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 knowledge of the history of the series to try to guess what the right. purpose is i feel it's like. too it's too new it's, it's too, too young new yeah it's too mm -hmm. young God, look at this last panel, Innocent Zero's, like, face in the shadows Yeah. So he's wearing a mask, right? Or he's really fucking old. Or he's just, like, really old. Super old. I like, can't remember a, if a we ever old. saw that it was, like, a mask or, or, if he, or if his face was just, like, covered in shadow or whatever, but... Right, right. No, I'm not sure. Yeah. Such an interesting <laughs> character, man. Yeah. Oh, okay, so wait, they're coming through the stadium. Break, break. But then behind them, it looks like... What is it, just nighttime? Oh, I'm pretty sure this is during the day. Right, but maybe they came from the other side of the planet. Oh, sure. Where it's nighttime over there. Oh, um sure. or or the like the white dots are more of like uh the remnants of space cracking, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. glass, like mm -hmm. shards of glass or something and yeah. um and just it's dark back there because it's the teleportation dimension, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. dark in between here and there or whatever, I don't know. Like <laughs> Yeah. I I just man Anime would be, would just give this these scenes, oh, yeah. these kind oh, yeah. of scenes just show you exactly what's going on. But man, we got to be getting an anime announcement pretty soon. Pretty soon I would imagine, think. right? Yeah, yeah. Shoot. We should do a um, 
we should do one of those. Uh, remember when we did Chainsaw, oh, An- Chainsaw Man the anime voice. expectations? Yeah, anime yeah, expectations yeah, and, and, and the voices voice and, uh, and first, and first season kind of thing. First yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Whenever, we should, as we soon should. As, yeah, as soon as Mashal gets an anime announcement, we should do something like that. That'd be super Absolutely. Fun. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, bro, I don't um, know, one, man. Yeah. One more thing I would I would notice. I, I literally just noticed it um, right now as I'm flipping through these, these pages. Mm-hmm. Page 14 check out margaret's wand it is a conductor's baton oh like a music dun, 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 yeah, like wind waker right like, yeah. the, like the i think it's called a baton but the conductor's you know wand, wand. or whatever like yeah. like for for directing an orchestra yeah i didn't even know it's literally that, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that makes so much sense mm-hmm. and see like it's cool because you don't get a panel that says margaret's wand is this you know right I mean? you just have right. to notice it you know you have to yep. see it mm-hmm. i feel like I wonder how often that's going to be a thing in Mashal where you just have to notice like that the wand perfectly fits with the character's, you know, vibe, you know, to, mm-hmm. or whatever, they're, mm-hmm. whatever it is they're going for. I wonder if there's yeah. more examples of that. Um, I mean, the, the only one I can think of is is Dot's wand, right? Dot's is like, it's like covered in spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be uh, looking a little closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, did you have anything else? No, yeah, it was pretty pretty action action heavy chapter. Yes. Um, yeah, I I, I loved it. Set Definitely up ready for, for next more. Week is crazy. Yes. yes. I feel like I feel like next week is just going to be conversations, heavy dialogue, and just like setting a tone and just right. like bringing us into a vibe that will you, carry you, out for the rest of the arc. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely can't have these guys show up. And immediately have Go, like you know action. people in, in action. No, <laughs> yeah. you got to give them at least like yeah. four pages of dialogue. Yeah, you know what I mean? Need a of monologue like, real quick. I'm here. <laughs> Here's why I'm upset at your society. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm bad, kind of, but I I feel like, I think I'm good. You know what I mean? And yeah, you, know, you got to give them some dialogue for sure. Yes. I'm super excited though, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for Mashal. Okay. Getting into Black Clover. Chapter 292, Knowing. Beautiful chapter. Yes, I was so, you know, based on our last chapter conversation, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. talking about Magna's new ability and being, like, kind of concerned, you know? Like, and, you know, of course, you know, Tabata, I'm sure, you know, we, we figured he probably could explain his way out of this ability or whatever. Or give, a, give, give a good explanation. And damn, did he give a good explanation. I'm yes. so happy with this chapter. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um it makes a lot of sense, you know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. one a one time ability one that time. took him months to craft individually all the runes or whatever and to mm-hmm. to make it or whatever. Um, but yeah, we we can definitely talk at length about the whole thing. But yeah, I I really liked it. It feels so um good that it like kind of like goes into like everything that we've that's been talked about with the with the energy system inside of spades so mm-hmm. far and mm-hmm. how it's like yeah. These heart, these heart kingdom people, these people with huge reserves of mana, they can do this array stuff like right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It comes naturally to them. They have that talent. They have that blessing. Whatever they mm-hmm. can tap into this stuff at, at at full, you know, full effect, maximum potency. But we kind of have to like chill a little bit. When and another thing that 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 was cool that was said is um what Zora says is he's like runes we make yeah yeah yeah. on page four he's like runes we make with our puny magic are so puny they just stick around so that's so cool you can leave them out you know what i mean and you can add shit to them and take shit away and it feels a lot like um witch hat atelier 
yes, um, you yes. know, the, with the drawing of the of yep. their runes and whatnot inside mm-hmm. of inside of that manga. And that's cool because then you kind of like circle back and it's like, okay, so then that means that, you know, the people with huge mana reserves, they can activate these same runes and these same, you know, characters and whatnot mm-hmm. in the same arrays. But then as soon as their ability is done, it's just like those symbols and those runes kind of like dissipate with the spell. You know, right. or whatever is because their their output is so high that the entire spell right. gets used up right away or something. I don't know. But like that right. was just such a cool, you know, dialogue bubble there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like all of this information and thinking and setup, you know, for an ability is something that I wish we just got so much more of in Black Clover. I'm happy to see it now. Right. If we get shit like this for, you know, continuing throughout the rest of the series, obviously we'll be ecstatic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, and I feel like we have a lot of reason to believe so just like with yeah. the flow you know of the of the storytelling you know mm-hmm. throughout this entire story arc you know what i mean like it's been ramping up to this level of understanding of the energy system so it makes sense that from this point moving forward we'll have that foundation going into new conflicts so right i, I love I, almost, I love uh, the way it feels yeah 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 in terms of that the explanation right like mm-hmm. their magic is so puny that that the runes um, stick around mm-hmm. i kind of view it as a as a candle right right the rune is a candle and if you are like you know or mary leona or something you know what i mean like you have so much heat you have so much energy that the candle just burns out really quick uh, nice. but their their energy is a little tiny baby flame and it just sticks around it stays lit for a very long time they probably eventually would go away right but after a very very long time after the rune itself has degraded in some way you know i what love I mean? that Love that mm-hmm. in explanation analogy. That's great. And it's cool because Zora, you know, has inside of his trap magic has always had, you know, transmutation yeah. circles, characters, and runes associated. He's been doing this the entire time. The whole time. And I don't know if we've always known that or not. No, I don't but know. I don't think I did. <laughs> I, I, I certainly didn't, but obviously yeah, this comment is new sections to me. Let, let us know if this is has just always been common mm-hmm. knowledge inside of the the black clover you know community or whatever but this mm-hmm. is cool man like tying yeah. things back together and making things from before you know fit cohesively into what's happening now i feel like that is you know what at least what i'm looking for in power systems you know what i mean yeah and, and yeah i feel like it's a little late i maybe you know like it, it, for me for my taste inside yeah, of black yeah, clover, yeah for it to finally start like picking up like this if it if it really all like if tabata starts tying like everything you know together which i'm pretty sure he he pretty much all, already has to some mm-hmm. degree i think you can tie this back to mana zone and 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 mana yeah. method and all that stuff it all links mm-hmm. together but man if we can get like clear cut like thorough explanations for abilities like this moving forward mm-hmm. and everything then I have like really, really high hopes for the future of Black Clover's story, at least in my personal opinion of it. Because Definitely. I feel like this is just like one area that it's been lacking in potency for for me. And then yeah. obviously with everything else that we're kind of reading and reviewing right now, it's a little bit more potent in those areas. And that's like mm-hmm. where where I gravitate towards inside of this demographic. So right. Tabata, Tabata step, you know, like really putting focus on the nuance of the energy system right now is just like such a warm feeling inside for me for the series yep. you know what i mean and like and especially mm-hmm. inside of magna and zora the two characters that me and i feel like a lot of people have just been waiting to see more from yeah and they're coming back with such an explosive return right and not just like on the battlefield either like for the lore of for the lore yes. world building of black clover they're coming back and giving us so much more than an awesome entrance you know what i mean right or like how on page two um you know where magna is like begging pleading zora to teach him 
how he does these arrays as a peasant, you know what I mean? Zora looking down at him, he imagines his father, right? He remembers his father, who is a peasant with fire yes. magic, just like Magna. Yes. And it's like, man, it feels so good to like yes. tie tie those two together, you know what I mean? Like yes. you see Zora, and it's like, yep, Zora's cool. Magna, Magna's cool. Why would they ever team up and work in this way, right? Well, yep. here's all here's these the tons of reasons, tons yeah. of reasons, and a very, very personal link for Zora. It just feels really good for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love um, Zora's secret base. Like, yeah. I love that he calls it a secret base because it's like shitty in the forest. Like, <laughs> yeah. obviously, like like a he put it together himself. Like a pretty, yeah. uh, you know, like a shack essentially, a large Rat, shack or whatever. Ragtag, yeah. Um, but also, like, it, it kind of to me hints at like they're playing baby magic. You know what I mean? Where like mm -hmm. Mary Leona is like fighting a literal demon. You know what I mean? Just right. like one on one, huge amounts of mana and and, and reserves and whatever and and just very powerful and they're doing like baby time magic of like i i can't do enough magic to do runes like let's let's study and let's <laughs> yeah. let's go to my secret base and i'll yes. teach you how to do them or whatever you know yeah. like a little bit i mean not not to sell it short it's very cool but like uh yeah. it's also kind of cute and, and funny at the same time it's just great how um we have like this contrast that we always kind of knew was there inside of zora's character because we knew that zora always had like a very different kind of magic than like mm -hmm. anything that we had seen before his character right. kind of like came in and mm -hmm. when his character was kind of removed from the scene for so long um you're like god man i wish that we got more of that of that zora guy he had such a unique application of magic and i feel mm -hmm. like that you had all kinds of ideas and all kinds of you know expectations for what could come from that and seeing it all get tied in from a take the character away bring them back in an amazing you know entrance and re-entrance and whatnot and then also having it show the the, the main theme of Black Clover inside of what peasants can do compared right. to royalty. You know what I mean? It's just like, this is like such a big moment for Black Clover. Yeah. And Asta is like not even involved. You know yeah. what I mean? And I love seeing the themes of Black Clover very, um, you know, uh, the themes. Coming to the home. forefront, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Put, yeah put, driven you know, home. Like driven home by characters other than Asta. Because Asta has kind of just been yeah, that, yes. that theme vehicle for the struggle yes. of peasants and what it means to be worthy of anything in this world. Right. You know what I mean? And you don't have to be royalty, all that jazz, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. seeing it so, you know, focused in and honed in on inside of these side characters, it feels really good. And I feel like this is the kind of character focus that I want, like all of the black bulls to get, you know, like, yes. in, like, like maybe not in succession because there's a lot going on right now, but it's mm -hmm. like, man, if we could get, spotlights like these for like all of the relevant characters inside of black clover as they're having their fights weaving this training and these thoughts and this build up to a specific technique before going into you know their triumphant victories it would make that um it would make those endings feel a lot better since they do the fights in black clover are historically you know kind of formulaic and mm -hmm. i and i feel like if you aren't going to have that uncertainty of how the the, the protagonist is going to win like inside mm -hmm. of jujutsu kaisen or inside of my hero academia if you're not going to have that level of stakes in the uncertainty of the victory then at least like paint as pretty of a picture as you can on the way there yeah to, you know on the way to that obvious conclusion you know what i mean definitely I feel like this is just the right kind of you know meat and potatoes to to fill that gap from start of the fight to end of the fight in a series like black clover so i just yep. hope that we see 
so much more shit like this moving forward. It, right. And hopefully throughout the, the rest of this spade arc, because it's like, man, we're starting to get to like real deal. These are final fights about to be happening here. And if yes. it's layered strategic magic applications like this for the rest of the time, it's like, dude, I'll take back like everything I ever fucking said about this arc, bro. I swear to definitely, God. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> especially, especially if these powerful narrative character driven moments also explain away the very quick turnaround on going from super weak to going toe to toe with dante say for yeah, example right right um where yes it does make sense to me that you spend months like literal months six months studying how runes work and practicing every day all day all you do is sleep and eat and practice mm -hmm. and you build a one-time use only. He can only use the spell one time ever until he yeah. redraws the whole thing, you know what I mean, for months or whatever. Right. Um, one-time use, um, only he can do it, perfectly designed for him. Yes, that, to me, is good enough to, to explain going 1v1 against Dante, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it feels um, really good that it's not a very one-sided fight now that this yes. new situation has kind of come to pass. It's like, yeah, right. that th this creates, you know, stakes because it's like mm -hmm. you put everything into this one spell for six months for this one fight against this one person and you're still kind of struggling, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like that feels right. really good, you know, yep. inside of that uncertainty in combat that you know I've, that we've been talking about is kind of lacking in black clover in our opinion right you know what i mean so all of this is just beautiful and introducing you know the kind of nuance to your to your to your energy system that that has hard limitations and setbacks and yeah you know limit um uh conditions you know what i mean mm -hmm. like things like that adding all types of shit like that here at this point with the rune and array setup feels really good you know what i mean like this right. is the moment to introduce that kind of stuff because it's like what was all of that build up for just for me to have the power to shoot a giant you know meteor at you you know what i mean right like, right like, like you're not going to introduce all of this extra content just for it to still just be bigger versions of right you know, the the attacks that you had before you know what i mean so i love the depth that we're seeing right now and i hope it stays mm -hmm. out you know, beyond just Magna and Zora team up in right. this moment. Because, like, you think about it and it's like, man, it very well could just go back to the way that it kind of has been before. Because when you think about Zora, Zora just being trap magic, it's like that's conditions in and of itself because you have to yes. prepare it, set it, and then wait for someone to walk onto it. So it's like yep. that's already been there with his character yep. specifically. And now we're kind of talking about how we hope that this dynamic is in the energy system moving forward but it's still zora's here you know what i mean yeah like, I, I need to see this kind of stuff without zora involved at all and then i'll feel right. really good about the future of black clover action well well i know we were we were talking you know last um last chapter or whatever like mm. is this a team attack and sure. no it's it's, yeah, it's not right. a team attack right. it's only magna so zora's still you involved can... though well, yeah, because he's in the room and he taught Magna how to do it. Mm -hmm. I think Zora, I mean, in terms of involved, he has, I'm sure he has a similarly amazing one-shot mm -hmm. trap move. Yeah. You know what I mean? That he's going to pull on, um, you know, someone else, you know, yeah. Megicula or someone or maybe Xenon or whatever. When um, I say involved, I know that this is Magna's spell and it's mm -hmm. all him from his training. But I mean, the mm -hmm. methods to procure it 
are yeah. involved in Zora's fighting styles, like inherently. Yes. This yes. is how he makes all of his spells. And he right. taught Magna how to use a personal spell of his own using his method for a raise. So it's still right. a team attack, in my opinion, even oh, though this sure. is all uh, Magna going on right now. You know what I mean? But like without yeah. Zora's fighting style, like would there be conditions and hard limitations to this ability? I want to know if mm. there's going to be nuance like that in future techniques that aren't related to Zora at all is basically. My oh, question. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, totally. Like, say, say mm -hmm. Noel, right? Like, right. will Noel, after three days of training, like literally three days, um, if, if she gets an immense power up, it might feel a little weird after only three days, right? Like, yeah. Magna, six, six months. And of course, it's a one time use only kind of thing where right. Noel is going to have, you know, a not one time use kind of spell. Mm -hmm. But I hope that whatever. Um, you know, character narration and, and, and backstory we get of the training. I hope mm -hmm. it similarly well explains yes. the huge boost yeah, for Noel. Absolutely. That's yes, obviously gonna be completely unrelated to to Zoro or right, whatever. Yeah. Right. And and that's a good point. Even if it's not nuanced in regard to, you know, advantage, caveat, you know, conditions, mm -hmm. setback, whatever, it doesn't all have to be, you know, Kurapika's Nen technique. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't all have to be you know, hunter, hunter or whatever. But right. like I was saying, if you are going to give us the same kind of conclusion to, you know, to these fights, how, you know, well can you dress it up on the way there? And it's like the execution right. of why the power is there. Does it feel earned? Does it feel like it makes sense in the moment? That's really all that we're looking for, I feel like. And I feel like yeah. a major complaint inside of Black Clover criticism is that power-ups and new forms and things like that don't feel as earned you right. know, as people would really want them to, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and this one earned. This one feels incredible. You know what I Super mean? Super earned. The explanation for it, fire. The flashback yep. build up to it, incredible. The, mm -hmm. ex the the execution they're coming out of the flashback and into the actual combat, incredible. Everything about yep. this is beautiful. I just yep. wish that it was there um, more often in Black Clover. Yes. And I feel like I feel yep. like we have a really good um, reason to believe that it will be there moving yep. forward. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. The, the storytelling has been, I feel like, improving drastically after, in the last, like, 15 chapters of Black Clover. And we're mm -hmm. now reaching, like, the area of this arc where, you know, Tobit's real passion and, and precision in his storytelling is going yep. to show itself. You know what I mean? Everything's culminating into this. We, we've got all the build up now. Yeah. Now we, now we can execute that, on that it. Crescendo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, but, let's yeah. talk about the, um, after the flashback, let's talk yeah. about the fight itself, right? Yes. Um Starting on page seven, I love, I, th I think this diagram's fucking hilarious at the bottom of page seven. We were, <laughs> we were kind of wondering, like, how strong is Magna compared to <laughs> yeah. Dante, right? Yeah. And I think we were, like, thinking, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, say say Dante's a thousand, maybe Magna's, I don't know, 50, 100, yeah. I don't know, something like that. Two. Yeah. Two. Two. I love it. I yeah. love it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that diagram, like, right there is huge, even though it's, like, a cute little, like, panel in the bottom mm -hmm. or whatever it mm -hmm. says a lot about like what's going on right now and I oh feel yeah like it, it makes all of those hits you know kind of you know that both of them take just feel right. so like it just creates a different um tone like you it really you could really feel this fight with those numbers yeah you know what i mean i don't know if i'm explaining if i'm saying that properly but... well I, how, how i i and maybe this will kind of piggyback off that mm -hmm. i feel like magna's ability is kind of it, it's it's a 50 50 split Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's advantage magna. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because if you're Dante and you have a power level of a thousand or whatever, and you've gone down to five hundred one, 
You know what I mean? That's going to feel scary. It's yeah. going to feel jarring. Yeah. You're 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 not used to being so weak. Yes. So you're you're going to be on the defensive. You're going to be second guessing yourself. You're going to be wondering what are all the conditions of the yes. ability. Flip over to Magna. Magna, who's normally power level two, is yeah. now 501, and feeling the adrenaline, the rush, the yes. the I am so oh, fucking badass right now. Yeah. I am gonna fucking kill this guy. You and guys are fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> invincible. <laughs> yeah, invincible. Oh my god. But um, so so I feel like um, in terms of the yeah. the flow, in terms of the pace, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's those those anime fights, and it's like, oh, you've lost the pace. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm -hmm. Magna has the pace here. Yes because of the jarring nature of his ability yeah, not just for beautiful. dante being jarred but him being magna being hyped up by his own ability you know what yes, i mean yes i love that and on top of that look at the fighting styles dante has a heavy infighting you know move that he resorts yeah. to you know mm -hmm. like when he wants to play with someone or when he needs to i think he was playing with asta when he did it before but now he's kind of forced to in this moment but it's like that's not your 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 inherent you know like go-to fighting style you're pointed mm -hmm. a motherfucker and send him to the moon or send him to hell you know what i mean like that's <laughs> yeah. your fighting style and right. your other fighting style is take damage and regenerate so when it comes mm -hmm. down to this bare knuckle brawl and motherfucker pulled up with the if a motherfucker pulls up with brass knuckles they're yeah. a puncher you know what i mean yeah. like you don't have brass knuckles unless you're confident in the hands you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so and you can even see it in the choreography like we're getting like morikawa style little little dempsey roll type yeah. shits from you know from <laughs> from, from magna he's, yeah he's he's in his element right now you know what yeah I mean? so the, the the fighting style advantage goes to magna as well because he's just yes ready for this kind of fight whereas yes. dante kind of resorts to this kind of you know fight when he needs to yes. and that's a huge difference uh, i feel like. great point yeah. great point but look at this How, like what? look at this last panel on like 14 of fucking magna like weaving and blocking yeah. into the oh, yo no ippo see yes, i'm sure yes that, um that block mm, anyway yeah yes let me let me ask you about page eight right yeah, so yeah. magna says let me give you a heads up that chain is our souls if yes. you yank it out or break it you will go insane so you better be careful yes. um do you think he's bluffing i think he's bluffing oh do you okay so i like, I, I do think you know that I mean? something drastic happens when the chains are broken i don't think mm -hmm. that you have this entire ability and have it be our chain our souls are linked together without something negative happening to both of them if the chain link is broken so but i don't like, think is it really souls though i mean like Oh sure, I, I I agree. It could be, yeah. but it could be just named Soul Chain Deathmatch, and he yeah. could be bluffing about the if you break it, it you know makes you go insane. Because sure. if what if you break it and it just dispels the spell and you're fucked, right? You you want yeah. to convince them, you better not break it. You don't know right. what this spell is gonna do if you break sure. it, right? Sure. Um, but yeah, it, it could it could be real. But yeah, yeah. I just want your thoughts on that. Yeah, that is that is a good question. I mean, I guess my whole whenever chains are involved, I want to believe that like. The chain link is so important to the ability that if it's sure. broken before it's supposed to be, you're either mm -hmm. going to die or some other kind of drastic effect. Going insane sounds about right for something like this. Sure. So so I, I would say that it's not a bluff, but that would be really cool for Magna's character once again inside right. of this fight for him to be bluffing about that because it's just yeah. adding so much more depth to you know the situation you know what i mean mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. square up and box me you know what i mean and obviously right. there's a lot of depth going on inside of the ability itself and there's just a whole lot of words used to describe the situation you know yeah. what i mean and 
when it's a situation like that, I have to believe that yanking these chains out will do. I don't. I mean, like, what is what is going insane even mean? First of all, so right. like you just lose control of your body and you mm -hmm. are like flooded with all kinds of like thoughts that you can't concentrate on is it like a is it like an infinite void you know what i mean like if you're fighting <laughs> dojo or something like that like what is going sure. insane even mean i'd like to know that right right but as far as like is this a bluff i want to say i don't think so right but i do or, think it would be cool as shit if he was lying yeah right I, and i think it does make sense for his you know delinquent style character right, right. to have it be a bluff or whatever because yeah. like, like imagine the scene right he's like all right dante's like all right i'm getting my ass whipped fuck this let's just see what happens boom right you know right. what i mean if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go insane then mm -hmm. like my power will be free at least and i'm not going to mm -hmm. kill myself with my power that's cool right. if i go insane and kill everybody in this fucking room like right is the he insanity is basically insane. yeah exactly yeah. he is already is the, is the insanity permanent i can see him just testing it and being like fuck this shit bro i'm getting right. smoked boom right. and then if it if it did turn into like oh no like i was lying the spell is just over and my power's back to normal i feel like that would be such a heavy moment it would be super heavy yeah Wow. So I hope that happens personally, yeah. but you know, yeah. um, and I, but I also wonder like the chain goes both ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like if, if uh, Dante breaks it, doesn't it, would it make Magna insane too? Or yeah, if Magna so. breaks it, would it make both of them insane? So wouldn't I, part of, part of it, like it, it seems like a bluff to a degree, right? Like, yeah. cause then he then Magna can sacrifice himself and, and make both of them insane. If that's so bad, you know what I mean? Right. But that goes back to what I was saying, like how, like, what does that mean for both sides? Mm -hmm. If Dante, mm -hmm. if Dante goes insane, I feel like him and his side will be totally fine. If Dante right. goes insane, I feel like the protagonist side will not be okay. Cause that's full strength sure. Dante with no conditions or anything or, yeah, you know, yeah, or anything. Yeah. It's just a fucking yeah. like mana destruction bot. You know what I mean? Right. So right. they definitely don't want that. But I want to, I want to say that what he, if he's not bluffing, and it does make you go insane. I would just want to say just severing it in general fucks up both people. Sure. Regardless of who initiated it, mm -hmm. if it breaks, they're both fucked, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, I, I would imagine so, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let's see, yeah, just like, I love, ooh, just the action in this, uh, the I keep coming back to the last so double good. spread. I keep coming it's back. So tight. Fucking it's so tight. Dante with the, with the fist just pressing his shit in. Mm -hmm, I love those mm -hmm. panels. Boom, right yeah. before the it's so one piece yeah yes yes yeah. Mm -hmm. luffy punching the ten Ryubito. or bellamy or, or bellamy bellamy or, yeah he's, bellamy. he's More done bellamy. this to a lot More of bellamy people. yeah bellamy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Hell yeah man. did you have anything yeah. else for black clover no i mean i really i really liked it I, it's chapter. probably one of my favorite chapters in, in a while or whatever i mean look besides the um the knocked flashback stuff yeah, that was absolutely. also phenomenal but yeah like you were saying like i feel like the last like 15 chapters like woo, been very been heat. very good been yeah. very good very yeah. very impressed oh yeah incredible discussion too yeah 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 all right my hero academia chapter 311 here we go Ooh -hoo. i love this like random dude shooting these <laughs> nail guns yeah i think kohei just has like such a way with character designs in general but mm -hmm. also i feel like i find myself just looking at the random one-off characters that are gonna just get smacked and sent to prison or whatever in like mm -hmm. two pages or whatever i feel like he goes way harder than he needs to on their designs too yes you know what I mean? yes mm -hmm. and endeavor's Definitely. fighting style is so fucking sick bro whenever Endeavor is doing shit like action wise. It is such a sight to behold in this manga, bro. He's sitting sitting against the wall. 
nail gun support item. All right, bro. Fucking combat rolls out the side. Yeah. Warped Ooh. perspective as he rears the javelin back. Mwah! Throws ah. the ignited arrow right through the dude. It's just like so fun to watch Endeavor do like anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one of those no, characters where like we talk about like characters that command presence. You know what yes. I mean? Like a Goldie Roger, like a mm-hmm. Johan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like whenever a character is on panel, it, it it's a vibe. It's a certain yeah. kind of vibe. You know what I mean? And I right. feel like Endeavor is kind of like that, but like not just standing Endeavor, but like mm-hmm. Endeavor on the battlefield is like, oh shit. Right. You know what I mean? It gives you that same, you know, presence, it, that feeling of a of a commanding, you know, regal character when he's in combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I think this is an interesting chapter because I feel like it was kind of um, like a glue chapter. I don't know, like there, there was a lot of dialogue that kind of ties a lot of the plot threads together. And I almost feel like a lot of it wasn't needed. Um, mm. Say, for example, like um, the nail gun, right? Like, right. oh, it's it's overtuned for extreme cap- capabilities. Damn it, Detnerat. Like just saying like, <laughs> yep. This support item was from that company that makes all the good support items, like, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and those guys are bad, or it's like, yep, okay, yeah. tying that in with, with these civilians or whatever. Yeah. And then all this dialogue from, like, page four um, through eight, nine, ten, like, four through ten is kind of rehashing, I feel like, a lot of what we already know, yes. right? Yeah, um, right. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's good to get, um, yeah. but this wasn't necessarily, like, the... The plot threads i was confused about you know what i mean sure. like i was kind of like yeah i mean i i feel like we kind of knew this but i guess it's good to have it re re-established right. or whatever right especially when there's so much going on you yeah know what i mean and you really want to make sure that you have an understanding of all of the plot threads and all of the mm-hmm. areas of conflict and all of the you know the characters that are that are going to be doing what they're going to be doing so you want to make mm-hmm. sure that everyone is on the, pa- the the same page so yeah rehashing sure. information definitely isn't a bad thing but now mm-hmm. that you mention it though yeah this is all information that we pretty much already knew taking right. most of this chapter it's cool to see the characters interacting the way that they do because you get at least the conversation inside of the car with um with hawks and and uh, best genus and endeavor mm-hmm. it right. um i feel like even though they're they're the information is kind of redundant I feel like it does a lot for their dynamic as, and their relationship yes. as a trio in yes. this arc because you have a very um, – this conversation is just critical thinking. You know what I mean? And, yes. how, and how these you know pro heroes at, this, at the top of the echelon kind of operate outside of combat when conversations are supposed to be had. You know what I mean? And right. they are – you know, there is no fluff to this conversation. They're getting right down to the bottom of everything, and it shows their mm-hmm. IQ you know, in these kind of situations that they can ask all of the right questions and give all of the right answers and lead, you know, themselves down the proper thought paths without, mm-hmm. you know, any red herrings or any mistakes, you know what I mean? And that does a lot right. for, for I feel like their dynamic as the top three heroes. Definitely. And, and like, uh, if there's ever a scene in the future mm-hmm. where they need to very well know this information, this scene will be crucial, right? Because if, yeah. if all of a sudden they're they're talking about like Shigaraki's rage and all for one's mm-hmm. motivations and stuff, and it's like, yeah, I guess I could probably believe you knew this somehow, but like yeah. how how did you figure all this out? Or like right. when did you figure all this out? Exactly. Well, it's right here, yep. right? Yep. Like and so I guess it's not this is not necessarily seen for the reader, unless it's you like maybe have not been yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a 
building yeah. block for future chapters. Unless you haven't been paying attention. If you're if you're Which, yeah. very helpful if you've not very yeah. helpful if you haven't been paying attention. But if you if you if you have been paying attention, then yes, this is probably just sowing a seed for a future mm -hmm. plot point that will rely on our understanding of this conversation. I can totally see right. that happening too. Right. I guess one one potential like new piece of information is on 10, right? Where they're talking about that that Shigaraki's rage, like why is the rage so essential? Yes. And, and, I, and I think we did get a lot of this before, but mm -hmm. on page 10, um, saying like, I don't know, like all for one never stops smiling, right? And mm -hmm. Endeavor saying like, maybe something's missing in his soul. That might be new information, right? Or at yeah. least a new plot point to consider, a new aspect of all for one to consider. I think it, I think it goes back into... Um you know, what Basagenus was talking about, where Hawks is like, what I don't get is why Shigaraki's rage is so essential. And mm -hmm. he's like, a strong emotion is key. You know, after all, one for all contains eight other spirits. So you need a strong, you know, strength of will in order to, to keep them in check and override them. And if that emotional, if that emotion that you need, that's able to reach, you know, a level of potency that can override the other eight or nine inheritors, Mm -hmm. then like you would think that those emotions would either be rage love mm -hmm. or those probably top two yeah probably you know those two I mean? yeah. yeah yeah and all for one doesn't have rage he's like indifferent you know what i mean like right. he's just or like, love yeah yeah or love you know like, he's like he's like in a level where his emotions are not strong enough in one direction or another right to you know, override the the vestiges. You know what I mean? Like so, that cool, that like disturbing villain who's just like has no emotions, but is right. killing all these people and yes. just like completely emotionless about it. And yes, yeah, 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 an very, android. very chilling, very yeah. chilling. And yeah, like, like an android. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they and and it's crazy because um, Philip K. Dick, you know, the mm -hmm. the, the one who in, basically created the idea of androids, said mm -hmm. that he um, got the idea from like Nazis and how oh, like damn. you know and how like Nazis you know, like it was their job to like kill Jews sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about how like he was reading up on a, on an, about a Nazi who had to kill a bunch of Jews and then complained about like, not the fact that he had to kill them or the fact that he had killed them. Like nothing. The only thing he was complaining about was how annoying it was to do the job. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, and it's like, if that, you know, is the, the, you're just an emotionless, heartless, you know, person. And right. that was like inspired the idea for the Android, which sure. is just a, you know, mindless you know, mind, you know yeah yeah emotionless yeah, soulless, humanoid yeah, you know right, like thing right. you know what i mean so so if, if we're if we're if we're tying that back into here you know and and basically like trying to say all for one doesn't have the emotions that would allow him to override the the personalities inside of the vestige space mm -hmm. and it's like yeah he's basically just like an android of a villain you know what i mean just emotional soulless just wants what he does you know wants mm -hmm. what he wants done you know, but doesn't have any, you know, intense emotional ties in a, in either direction. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's cool things to think about. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I have a question about this um, scene at the end real quick. Sure. So, so All Might is driving to try to catch up to Midoriya. His GPS mm -hmm. signal goes, he's like, damn it. And then the canister like shows up next to his car and blows it up. Then, you know, some time passes, we see some rain, and then I think, oh, okay, I think I see what's going on here. So All Might, or I mean, Deku's on the phone, Yep. Sniper Chick shoots the phone out of his hand, Yep. yep. and the bullet is... Also a, a speaker. Also a speaker, okay, so that yeah. is his phone sticking out of yeah. the wall, 
with yes. the bullet sticking out of the corner of the phone. Yes. Okay, yes. I was like so confused on that illustration for a minute, but I definitely did a double take when I first read it. I was like, "What is what is this?" Or whatever, <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, "Bro, what?" But yeah, so that's do you, cool. Do you think this uh this lady, right? So this lady was is from Tartarus, right? Um yeah. or Tartarus? Uh I, I think she was in the same hallway that All for One was in, but um but I oh, might I be wrong about that. that. She was definitely in prison and and the same she was she was I remember I remember seeing her. She was running around and and she let out um did she let out overhaul or did she let out well, jailbreaker? I think, that's, I think that's overhaul underneath her barrel. Oh, okay, that makes perfect sense then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty so sure I she, think, she So I think you were right. I think she was with Kisaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so she yeah, she she, she yeah yeah she mm -hmm. she definitely was there um but anyway like do you think what is her ability like ikago from hunter hunter look oh. at, like she look at the bullet on page 13. yeah it's wrapped in in something it yeah. looks like it's wrapped in like her hair because her hair oh. is kind of a multicolored strands of kind of like like a you know dark gray light yeah. gray even lighter gray and those strands on the the bullet kind of seem like multicolored in that same way. And on and on the last color spread or on the last spread of fourteen fifteen, she's like has a bullet behind her head as if she pulled out of her head, yeah, hair she is, or the yeah. bullet or something. Yeah, she does look like she's playing with it. Like she just yeah, that is definitely what has to be wrapped around the bullet, bro. And then her arm looks like it's becoming the gun. Definitely, it definitely is. And the first thing I thought of was like baby five. Yeah, baby five, like yeah, yeah. One piece, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. also now you're saying like Ikalgo and that makes a lot mm -hmm. of sense to you. Mm -hmm. Um This is cool as shit. I don't know, but see but yes. see, like Ikalgo just has the gun. I wonder if she right. has more than one weapon and if it's more of a sure. baby five kind of situation. Oh, because that you grenade. Oh, she does have grenades on her belt though. Yeah, she I has mean, grenades um, on her belt, exactly. So maybe But yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe I have no idea, but this is fucking cool. For sure. Dude. You know no, I mean? definitely, and, definitely. And I love how her arm um transforming into the gun is like perfectly um you know technology and like biology hybrid you know i, yeah. I always love yeah. seeing how artists like do that and this mm -hmm. feels like just like perfectly like borderline body horror you yeah. know what i mean but like not grotesque enough to like officially like call it so it's not like a uu yep. show or like a yeah you know or anything like that or like a, a, a homunculus or something like that but this mm -hmm. is just like it just feels so right. Like, what a great character design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Definitely, definitely like, biological technology. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yes. yeah. That, that's the, the vibe I get from it, for sure. Yeah, dude. Great. Looks tight. Looks because, super Because, like, sometimes, tight. like, you'll see, you know, you'll see this kind of ability in other things, and it'll either be, you know, way slimier and, like, way grosser. You know what I mean? Or yeah. it'll just be, yeah. like way techier than you think it should be possible you know what i mean yes. where like you're like mm -hmm. actually, like wait are you actually in it like a like a cyborg you know what i mean like start asking <laughs> questions like that if it's a little bit right. too te te technological you know mm -hmm. what i mean but this is like perfect blend this feels this looks crazy but i wonder right. like how it works like because obviously you know it, it kind of like it um it slopes up and then has that um that that ring on it which you could assume is like for aiming up the you know your sights or whatever but mm -hmm. there's no like actual scope to like see farther so right. it's like a it's like a like a i don't know a whatever they hunt deers with that doesn't have a oh. scope but you can like look down the sights or whatever sure it sure. might be like something like that but it looks like it's so good for long range so it's like mm -hmm. how far can you really see like i want i just need right. to know i just need to know more 
Or is it because if it is part of her body, yeah. like if, if, if you were like looking at a car in the distance and you were like point, you pointed to the car and you'd be like, mm -hmm. look over there. Like you'd probably be very accurate with your pointing instinctively oh, because sure. that's how your, you know, your mind and your arm have yes. grown over the oh, years. So shit. she can just point What if she can just point her hand at, at a person and that's yeah. like good aim, you know, yes. like quite good aim. Oh, that's a really cool thought. I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is, what is Shisaki just doing down there? Just chilling at like. I'm so glad you said Chisaki because I was like, who the hell is this guy with no arms? When I was reading yeah. it, right? So you're totally right. That is Chisaki, yeah, I mean, Chisaki, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're yeah. right. I think you're yeah. right. Um, what is he doing there? And why is he just chilling there? And like, why why is he even around anymore? Like, why do they even want him if he doesn't? Have, like, I guess I guess all for one could take his ability. Something like um, that. And it's with, just with so no bogus hands. that it's like, come quietly and you get to keep your limbs. And it's just limbless Chisaki right. <laughs> leaned against but, the wall. And that, and that's kind of also weird because like it's not like she got rid of his limbs, right? You know, yeah. like Shigaraki did that. Or wait, didn't Shigaraki only get rid of like one arm, or did he? Get no, rid no, of I both? think I think he got it rid of both of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes more. That makes sense that he would get both. Yeah. Right. But damn, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I guess yeah, I I, I definitely did not think of Chisaki the first time I I read this or the second time even I read this chapter or whatever. Um, but yeah, it probably is him. Right. So Deku's gonna confront this lady and fight her. And then notice overhaul there, or overhaul's going to overhaul's going to get involved in some kind of way. This is going to be a crazy confrontation, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, what is this conversation going to be? Yeah, like that's wild. Like, what are the like? It's it's like it could it could be equally as crazy of a conversation and a fight, but it's yes. it's probably going to be both. Obviously, we can assume. Mm -hmm. And like that's just crazy to think about. It's like, what are you going to talk about while you're fighting? Before the fight? After the fight? Oh my god! <laughs> Especially because this is. As uh, as Midoriya was kind of commenting, this is the first person that's approached him for him, yes. right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like you know, uh, muscular jailbreaker. You know what I mean? Um, going, I'm just trying to kill everyone around. I'm trying to break buildings. Oh, what a coincidence! I found you. Right, you know, right. Midoriya. Great. I would love to fight you mm -hmm. or everyone else. Kind of just like being random villains, broken out of jail and just mm -hmm. doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Here's someone literally looking for him, which is like exactly what you know the whole team has been trying to find this entire time yeah um to get closer to all for one so very cool to have the plot uh you know progress a little bit here yeah 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 because yeah, now it's like starting to go into okay so how affiliated is this sniper lady with mm -hmm. the opposition you know what i mean like right. obviously it says a hired gun sent by all for one and that's probably exactly what's happening but could mm -hmm. it be a little bit more than that you know what i mean could, yeah. could that just be an assumption that you know is incorrect and this lady is operating on for her own reasons that are you know sure that are unknown i think that would be a really cool angle too but it's we can we can safely assume that this is all for one trying to finally hone in on midoriya and try to get the one for all host to a, a you know a yeah. place where you can steal his his quirk yeah <laughs> for sure for sure oh man yeah dude um I don't think I had anything else for this chapter. Another straightforward chapter, I want to say, besides, mm -hmm. you know, obviously the speculation at the end of the chapter. And I feel like the biggest point of conversation is what the top three heroes and the conversation that they have about, you know, one for all, which is mostly just rehashed information. But mm -hmm. I feel like that was, besides the action and the societal, you know, reaction to things that we've already seen, I feel like there wasn't a whole lot to this chapter. Mm -hmm. I, I totally agree yeah yeah it, it was good to get the clarity around around the conversation between the the top three heroes or whatever but like yeah, yeah i mean 
could could have not happened and i would not have been Noticed, like well yeah. where'd that go i really needed that conversation or whatever but yeah. it's 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 good to get or whatever absolutely oh yeah did you have anything else for my hero Nah, that's all for me all right great all right wrapping up our conversation tonight with the peace dailies estance one piece wa chapter 12 or i'm sorry 10 12 itch 1012 1012 itch how do we mm -hmm. feel man look at this cover this is a cool cover Another cute cover. It's yeah. it's good to see a kid doing uh, something, you know, happy and uh, you know, yeah. and friendly wholesome, or whatever. Relatively. Wholesome, wholesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people <laughs> colored this um, specific oh. cover page on Twitter. It looks amazing, and on Reddit nice. too. I saw a couple. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll have to take a peek. I've not, I've not seen any, but yeah, I, I imagine it would look great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll I'll send you a couple of the really good ones that I saw. A lot of people oh, really yes. liked this cover, though. No, I I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, great. The... Just great chapter. Yes, yeah. bro. This is getting into like the territory of like super established, you know, concentrated fights that we yes. obviously have been hoping this would go towards in this arc since it's been kind of absent in the post time skip landscape mm -hmm. um, leading up to now. So this feels so good. We got CP0 here, and who knows when they're going to turn up, and everyone seems to be kind of falling into their place of where they're going to kind of chill for the rest of the conflict or at least mm -hmm. for the next leg of the conflict you know what i mean so it's feeling a lot like pre-time skip yes um combat which mm -hmm. a lot of people are excited about including us obviously yeah yeah, yeah. no for sure love this uh conversation between uh izo and and kiku you know like you know the the chapter title right itch you know yeah. like how's your arm doing right and it's like why would you even ask me that bro yeah, like, <laughs> like i just lost it <laughs> just lost it but don't worry it's just an itch it's, it's just you know it's a samurai shit you know what i mean yes um, it's just it's merely an itch until my very life is expended that it's such mm -hmm. a samurai line of dialogue yes yes Ooh, so mm -hmm. good and yeah i love that like everyone is kind of settling in to the fact that they're gonna split up the scabbards are gonna split up and uh and and go their their own ways for various fights or whatever um so yeah like lining all those fights up i yes. love this scene with uh neko mamushi you know and like shishilian yes. like shillian being like yo we found like the person who killed pedro and like um carrots and uh carrots and uh who else fought against uh Pero sparrow i think it was wasn't it carrot and shishilian at the time no 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 it was uh i've got impala or what, what's the dog dog girl's name wasn't it her oh yeah maybe i can't remember to be honest with you but regardless they got yeah. they got scraped yeah and uh Shishil and or neko mamushi is like i'm in there i'm yeah. gonna go kill that guy it's yes. like yo Say less. yes yes i can't and i that's just a fight that i just wasn't expecting obviously you have wanda so much, wanda there we go yeah but obviously you have so much build up inside of like um Nekomamushi and Inu Arashi and Jack, you know what I mean? And yeah, you're like so yeah. positive that that's going to be like the big grandiose fight, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then Otis subverts that with okay, maybe Inu Arashi and Jack and then yeah. Nekomamushi and Pero Sparrow because we got Yo. other we got other players on the board that need avenging. Forgot about mm -hmm. Pedro, don't forget about Pedro. Got to get yes. he's got to get his ones too, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So mm -hmm. I like the way that Otis split that up because it just feels right in both areas, you know what I mean? Yep. Because yep. it's like who else you know is going to fight Pero Sparrow you know like that's that's fucking 
big mom yonko commander like number one like type shit like maybe not number mm-hmm. one i don't remember exactly where Paro sparrow is on that but i mean right. like, he's up there in High ranking up. he's yeah. super up yeah. there in ranking you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. everybody that is super up there in ranking is kind of you know busy right now except for neko mamushi in that perfect spot since you know what right. took on jack so it's like boom perfect mm-hmm. yes so good oh yeah man yamato yeah, like, uh, and yamato yeah. yes <laughs> i love how momo like realizes like yamato you're just trying to go fucking scrap with people right like you just want to fight like fine yeah. just go for it then you know <laughs> yeah and and he's like what does he say um it's one-on-one i have to hurry to luffy you know what i mean because it's like it's yeah. one-on-one luffy versus kaido and luffy looks amazing versus kaido right now mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of yamato you know kind of calling back to that line of dialogue that's like if it's a one-on-one fight always bet on kaido you know what i mean so like that i feel like is is creating stakes inside of luffy and kaido's confrontation because Mm -hmm. luffy looks beautiful right now like he is a one steak sauce up on that roof right now versus fucking kaido but kaido you know has yet to it's 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 kaido and yeah and i know he has yet to truly turn up i know he's going into hybrid form and he's trying really hard and luffy's giving Mm -hmm. him you know the business but there's obviously multiple tide shifts that's going to happen in that fight you know back and forth throughout the course of it but at the end Mm -hmm. of the day it is kaido and in a one-on-one fight you bet on that motherfucker and and yamato even reiterates that right here like i Mm -hmm. have to go help this man yeah i mean so like that's crazy because i know that everybody wants luffy to have his one-on-one yonko win but i mean like if he needs help to take down kaido that feels great for me because it's like yeah he's got at least one other yonko to fight after this and that's right. going to be probably the fight that we would all expect you know between two yonkos if this one yeah you know does you know end up being a 2v1 so yep and then momo opening up the journal Ooh. yo i'm i'm just so stoked to know what he reads like the first thing he reads oh yo. my god I can't Ooh. wait till this till it comes back to that. Like, what are we yeah. even going to learn anything through Momo, or is it going to be one of those situations where he's like, oh, oh, oh and then like, <laughs> it's just for him for 150, yeah. 200, 300 chapters. Who knows with fucking Oda? Yeah, just for him and Shinobu, like you know, peeking. Oh yeah, peeking. peeking. Yeah, the Shinobu mm. peek. Yeah, <laughs> love that. So good. Look okay, Zoro Sanji. Zoro. So the first thing I saw, I thought, right, yeah. seeing this scene, I was like, what is this? Like, Nick, Nick, Nicholas Nick from, uh, Trigun? Nick from yes! Trigun? What is this? Yo, that's so good. That is definitely one of the first things I thought. And I think I saw someone make that comparison on Twitter, too. And I was oh, just nice. Like, yep. Yes, icing on the cake there. But yes, this is so <laughs> good for that. There have been hella, hella memes for this on like I'm jd sure. legend side of twitter with like the sanji you know and zoro beef or whatever like yeah they are going to town with this and right. it is so funny bro but outside of that inside of like what this is actually doing like in the comic like i love this for sanji and zoro's oh, dynamic yeah. bro and yeah. i saw someone say such a cool like wholesome thing that like zoro can only pass out once he knows sanji has a clear understanding of the situation and he can trust him with the yeah dude i i love that Fire. so much that is so good i love Fire. that yeah i don't remember I, who I, said it but i was like oh yeah that's yeah bravo to whoever said that because yeah. that that is that is a brilliant brilliant statement yeah. i i i i'm not a huge sanji fan you know what i mean mm-hmm. i much prefer zoro for the record mm-hmm. i'm sure people know that or whatever but mm-hmm. um i think i think sanji had a great chapter here especially this line on page nine right where like law drops zoro in his lap 
and yep. saying like he's got 20 or 30 broken bones you know what i mean like you gotta split him up get him some bandages you know what i mean make sure he's breathing or whatever and yep. sanji being like i'm not a doctor dude <laughs> yeah. like i this is not my job you're a but doctor wait a minute <laughs> Right, but he does it anyway. He yeah, Sanji yes. does it anyway. He's yes. the all-round MVP and always has been. You know what I mean? Yeah. He can fight. He can spy. He can trick people. He, he can, can you know. You. He can save you. He can. He can be a doctor. He can be a medic if he needs to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like mm -hmm. that, just a great, great moment for Sanji here. Absolutely. So much, so much value. I feel like will inside of his character in this chapter is just missed by you know the whole Zoro versus Sanji like in yes. know, discourse or whatever. Yes. So I feel really bad, you know, for the people who can't see that in this chapter, because this is a very mm -hmm. wholesome Sanji moment, you know what I mean? And it's just so yeah. good for his character, where I feel like he's been kind of taking L's, you know what I sure. mean? Like in this sure. chapter in regard to like Black Maria and the whole, mm -hmm. you know, and the whole Robin situation. But at the end of the day, it's like Sanji is meant for moments like these, you know what I mean? And, yes. he, and, and regardless of what he's going through in this arc and reasons that people have to slander him week to week, it's like regardless of what people want to say about how Oda doesn't like Sanji even, it's like everyone is going to have their moment in this arc. And it's being set up beautifully for that. Like if yep. Nami's getting a one-on-one -on -one fight against Ulti, Ooh. you know what I mean? Like Sanji's going to hoop too. You know what I mean? Like everybody's right. going to be hooping. By the, it, throughout the, the rest of this arc, I feel like everyone is just going to have amazing moments or moments that lead up to amazing moments for their characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I'm so excited for it, man. And and the humor, yeah, 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 yeah go and ahead. the humor, the humor of Zoro in this situation, right? Like, yeah. I I love this page ten, right? He's sleeping, and uh, and Sanji's talking with you know, um, you know, the other people, scabbards or whatever, and like, uh, where, like, where should I go or whatever? Like, I need to do something, right? And Zoro literally wakes up and says, like, <laughs> if you want to help, go to the performance floor, and then goes back to sleep immediately, right? Like, don't give orders and fall asleep. That's so Zoro. Yes, it is. <laughs> And it's like, why are you telling me where to go? You couldn't get there yourself if you needed to. Oh so my God. how I are you giving me directions right now? <laughs> I, I'm surprised you got to the rooftop. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh man. Perfect. Yeah, oh dude. man. And and this and this big mom scene and with Nami. Yeah. Oh man. This oh is man. Big. This so is huge, good. Dude. And this so is good. great because what this does is it kind of like puts to rest that um that idea and maybe we were talking about it you know last week too that like mm -hmm. it kind of puts to rest the idea that big mom was just this you know uh plot device you know mm -hmm. to shift the tide in the protagonist's favor in a very right. drastic way a lot of people mm -hmm. thought that big mom was going to be you know now that she saw tama and she's in her motherly mode that she's just going to be a through and through straw hat ally and it's right. like no she only really fucks with tama in this situation yeah. you just so happen to be allied because she doesn't want anything to happen to tama but literally anything outside of that tiny window of mm -hmm. protection circle around tama big mom doesn't <laughs> give a fuck what happens and she's right. still saying i'm knocking y'all out when i'm done with this anyway yeah. you know i doubt I mean? you're so, next yeah so it's like it's like i love that um oda didn't fully lean into that like the way people thought that he would mm -hmm. and like oda never does things the way <laughs> yeah you know, exactly <laughs> ever happened anyway so like it's people like, think it's gonna go, happen once yeah again, you know what i mean but <laughs> i just i just love that you know you can have the plot device of big mom in a certain area of what mm -hmm. Oda is trying to accomplish while still maintaining her as a threat overall you yep. know what i mean it doesn't um it, it adds a lot to 
you know, the depth of the chaos and how truly chaotic the situation really is. You know what I mean? Yes. And, it, and I feel like it adds to the stakes when you have that uncertainty inside of Big Mom's mental stability because any she can one shot literally anyone on the battlefield if they're if, right. The, you know, if they're not careful. You know yep. what I mean? So having a situation where you think she's on your side but could literally flip at any moment and backhand you into oblivion it's like that does a lot for this war situation yes. right now in my opinion mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. more so than if she was just raw villain at all times because when she's standing on one side and she's stancing up with you and you're sending all of your you have so much to expect there but if she mm -hmm. goes oh wait and turns and fights with you for a second that leads you into a sense of security that could it, it's all it could go south and then you thought you were okay and then weren't whereas yeah when she's a villain the whole time you know what you have to expect from her you know what i mean so right it adds a whole new layer to things mm -hmm. you know and goddamn Nami, <laughs> I I did I did not expect this personally. You know no, what I mean? Me like this this whole setup with even before with on page twelve, like Nami kind of like trying to play both sides. Like yeah yeah yeah, like Big Mom, like she did that shit that you don't like or whatever whatever yeah, it was. Like yeah. she did that shit. It's yeah. like can it like i'm after you next it's like uh, ulti like yeah you got uh, this like, let's, yeah. let's let's work together and, yeah. and beat big mom or whatever it's like right. can it you're next you know what yeah. i mean it's like yeah. so i i thought you know based on that page that nami and usopu would try and be you know running away right mm -hmm. and even usopu's like yo let's get out of here right like they're they're fighting let's get out of here oh my god when she's like no i'm staying here and i'm gonna crunch her yeah like, yo. yeah and nami <laughs> reacting quicker than big mom Yes. On the on the yes. ulti attack. Wait a minute yes. now. Hold on. Oh, feels this so is kind of crazy for Nami right now. This is this uh. is an incredible setup right here. And I think it's cool how you know when th this little bit of comedy or whatever inside of Nami requesting Big Mom's help. Big Mom cusses mm -hmm. her out. Requests Ulti's help. You know, and then Ulti cusses her out. It makes you go, okay, here's the Nami, the cat burglar Nami. Yeah, know, yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah. that. You know, like yeah, switch sides. You don't get help from either. All right, bounce. But then no. You find out that she has an entirely different reason to stick around and it's not because she's allied with big mom it's not because she's allied with ulti it's because ulti wronged her and tama exclusively and specifically and now she's standing up for that reason right and it's just cool to get that coming out of the wishy-washy whose side am i on kind of like comedic like page to then yeah. go into like raw conviction and confidence for what she really wants you know what i mean right I, I i think you phrased that very well like the, the playing both sides is the is the playful cat burglar aspect of nami right mm -hmm. when ulti slashes or or hits yeah i guess slashes tama yeah. in the face or whatever yeah um then nami switches to bell mare to yes. punk hazard yes. motherly nami yes um which i think we're going to see more of as she gets older and as we go further in the story oh yeah and i'm super stoked to see this aspect of her be the primary driver in a battle you know what i mean yes. like ooh, I'm, I'm just i'm just so ready for it especially especially considering i don't know like 10 chapters ago or i don't know it was it was recent right mm -hmm. where ulti literally had like slammed into her head right yeah. and, and it's like you better say luffy ain't the king of pirates it ain't gonna oh, be right yes, and then yes. and she stuck she stood up to ulti then and she's gonna literally fight her now god it's just yes. so it's so badass like yes. so sick so the sick. The, the, the build up Mm -hmm. emotional buildup to this fight mm -hmm. has kind of been lightly you know built up up until this moment with past 
brush yeah. you know brush-ins you know what i mean like mm-hmm. right, like like we pass each other on the battlefield scrap a little bit separate find ourselves again scrap a little bit come back and now we're mm-hmm. finally about to do the damn thing and there's so much character and emotional and narrative build up to this confrontation just slowly scarcely you know had that's been peppered in throughout the fight leading up to this and i feel like that is something that is so impressive for oda to do in such a chaotic situation yeah you know what i mean because it's like is it chaotic almost you know you're asking at this point it's like it's like this is all kind of falling into place like you know like tetris you know what i mean sure, it's like sure. it's just a crazy feeling to get from such a from a situation with so many moving parts i guess oh yeah oh yeah i mean ex- exactly the thing you'd expect from oda you know what exactly. i mean like this is yeah. pure oda this is perfect you know just regular ass one piece <laughs> yeah. aka regular ass one piece aka peak fiction you know what i mean yeah. as usual you know what yes, i mean just like yes. Woo, so good another so day good. another day at work another day in the office <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh no um fucking komachio oh no dude like komachio okay. going down here i feel like is going to slap I feel like they're going to give X more time to this in the anime and it's going to yeah. feel like Karu in Alabasta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just mm-hmm. getting to the fucking like tower and like, Aww. you know, fucking collapsing and shit, you know, or Sodom and Gomorrah just mm-hmm. getting to, you know, the judicial tower or whatever in Enos lobby yeah. and then like falling over and passing out. Like Aww. those are such big moments for like the animal characters. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like, I feel, yes. like Com- I feel like this is Comaccio's Karu and Sodom and Gomorrah moment. Totally agree. Yeah, can't wait to see that animated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's anything more that I specifically had to speak on in this chapter. No, yeah. I mean, like... I feel like, this is one One Piece chapter where we literally went page by page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and talked about everything relevant. Great conversation, dude. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You think you're good, though? Yeah. Okay, that's gonna do it. Jujutsu Kaisen back next week. All right. Can't wait for that. Um, I think Black mm-hmm. Clover is on break next week, though, so I feel like we'll still oh, have really? a little bit shorter of an episode. Yeah, sure. at least One Piece is not on break, Ooh. so we got we got another week of One Piece coming too. But yes. yeah, man, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Thank you all so much for watching. If you did, slap a like on the video. Um, let us know in the comments if you enjoyed, you know, the the episode and uh, and what you thought, what you think. Um, also hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so that we can chirp you when new content is live. Also make sure you visit the description section so you can follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, listen to us on other audio-only platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. Um, there's also links to support what we do by visiting our Patreon or our online store. And with all that said, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. Wrapping up, I'm your host, Knox. And I'm Nickums. We'll catch y'all next time.